Hello and welcome back, McBeauty bosses, to the McBeauty Boss podcast. On today's episode, we are going to have Michelle of Mish Aesthetics come on and chat with you guys. We are going to be talking about running a business and being a new mom, but you guys also, as I was editing this episode, there are so many good tips and tricks and advice that any artist from any stage in their lashing career will take away from. It's such a good episode, you guys. So buckle up. This is going to be a good one. And I'll see you guys at the end of it. Ooh, also, as another little side note before we jump right into this episode, you guys, this was my first dual podcast. Um, So the audio from me talking to Mish talking, it might go up and down just slightly, um, as well as when I uploaded the audio into Anchor, there was a little bit of overlapping. Um, So don't mind that. It's all a learning process. Me and Mish had so much fun recording this, and I can't wait for you guys to listen to it. So you guys, today we have Michelle from Mish Aesthetics on the podcast. She is officially my first podcast guest. So this is oh my god is this your first podcast episode with me or no yes yes yes, yes. you're the first guest you're the first guest that i have scheduled to record so this is a Uh, learning experience for the both of us so now i know this is my first podcast too this is my first yes yes it's definitely interesting because we're so used to putting our face on social media right but doing it through here it's like people can't see us they can only hear us which feels like a whole nother realm of awkwardness to first get over. Like yes. when I recorded my intro episode a couple days ago, I redid it like five times because I was so nervous. And I was like, people can't even see my face. Why am I, why am I so nervous coming on? It's so funny. I love listening to voices. Like, especially if you have like a voice that is very um, pleasing to listen to, I could listen to podcasts all day. Yeah, I definitely can multitask more with a podcast. I feel like when I'm watching a video, like a YouTube video, I want to like pay attention mm-hmm. and like see them talk with their hands or whatever they're demonstrating. But yeah, podcast is, yeah, podcast is the way of the future. This is the new thing we're doing. I love it. <laughs> yes. All right, girls. So why don't you give the audience a little introduction into who you are and the build up of your business and where you are now? Hi everyone. So my name is Michelle, but you could call me Mish, or if you like, you could call me Mish. I've gotten, you know, a lot of different names in the past Nick couple names. years. <laughs> yeah. So I am the owner and founder of Mish Aesthetics and also Mish Aesthetics Lash Product Line. I've been in this industry for a little over two years now. Started around the same time as Mackenzie, which is crazy to me to see how, how much we've crazy. grown within the past two and a half years almost I am 24 years old going on 25 in the summer and I have a five-month-old baby named Lila oh, she's so cute. Uh, <laughs> yeah I love her so much I, I've always wanted to be a mom but I've also like dreamt of owning my own business one day but back then I never really knew what business I would own but I just knew that I would own a business and this is the beauty business the lash business that I'm in and I'm loving it like I love this industry so much I'm very passionate about it I'm sure that you guys can see that Mackenzie is probably 
even more passionate about it than <laughs> I am. I don't know. It's so hard. Like when I look at Mackenzie and watch her stories and her posts, I'm also motivated and inspired by her, you know, every single day. Um, but yeah, that's just a little bit about me. I'm just a small business owner and I can't be doing what I'm doing now if it wasn't for the Lash community and the people that yes. I've met over the years. Um, it's And I say years as if it's like 10 years, but literally just, right, the, it's only been <laughs> just a couple of years has changed my life so much and to have like a group of people to support and uplift you every day and also to have that financial freedom that I never thought I would have. It's crazy to me. Yeah. It's mind blowing. It's it's yeah. mind blowing. And what's crazy, you guys, is how fast the lash industry itself has grown in the past two years, and how different it was from when me and Mish started. Oh hell to yeah! Where it is now, like the the rapid rate of growth within this industry is just crazy. Like, crazy. And it's still small. Like we're still considered still a very small. small. Exactly, and still small. So. One of the big things, you guys, that I like preach is that, you know, if we can fucking do it, you can fucking do it. Oh, hell yeah. Like, like beyond fucking belief, it's insane how lashing kind of fell into my lap. Not even, I wasn't even like seeking it out. Like when Mish started, if this was just like a, like a, a road we decided to like walk down to see what would happen. Right? Just to taste the Not water, really. you know, like. Exactly. <laughs> and then look at what it's turned into. Like, how insane is that? I'm how surprised that? you did not quit your Delta job yet. Oh, hell no, I'm never quitting. Is, <laughs> oh, is that because of the benefits? Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, even if McBeauty Co. at one point, or when McBeauty Co. at one point gives me medical benefits, I'm still gonna keep my flight benefits, even though COVID- Oh, like, I know what you travel. mean, okay, okay. But I'm gonna keep that, yeah, definitely. I talked about it in my first episode of my podcast that like, Delta is now my side job. Like the roles completely switched. Oh my God. Yeah, like my main focus is like, you know, my beauty business. And now Delta's become kind of like the the thing I had on the side. It's crazy, you guys. It's, yeah. it's honestly insane. Insane. And YouTube <laughs> are capable of all the shit that we have, like, or all the shit that we have achieved. You two can do it. Oh, yeah. You can. I remember like starting and looking up the two people and like, oh my God, how did they get there? Like, how am I going to get there? And then just right now I'm in their shoes and it just feels unreal. It's so unreal. Yeah. So unreal. Cause you know why, why to you guys, when you start and you know, you look up to, you know, people like me and Mish and you were, you are where we were and you're like, how the hell do I get there? Right. That's the first thought. But honestly, the path from us going to where you are now to where we are now, it happens so like, it doesn't just happen overnight. That's one thing I don't want you to like, think that, you know, after you take a class, you're going to be fucking bomb as shit, like right the day after. Okay, it took me six hours to do my first model. Okay, <laughs> like, mm -hmm. you slowly work towards that goal, you work toward the goal. And then all of a sudden, it's just there. Like the time just goes by, and you just fucking achieve. And that's just, you can do it. You can. You can do it. All right, you guys. So our topic for today is we are going to discuss how Mish runs her business and how she is handling running a business and being a new mom. So I know we have a lot of moms in the lash brow beauty industry. So this is going to be a really good freaking topic. 
And if you guys have a pen and paper ready, I'm sure there are going to be a lot of good tips and stuff, strategies, mom advice that you may want to write down to refer back to later. So <laughs> we are going to hop on in with our first question. And my first question for you, Mish, is what does an average day of work look like to you now? An average work day, I could probably just describe my work day from yesterday. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I begin my morning almost around 7 a.m. because mm -hmm. that's when Lila, my daughter, wakes up for her first feeding. And, you know, if I'm still tired, I sleep in a little bit until maybe 8.30. And then um, if I'm not finished packing my orders from the previous night, I continue packing my orders until uh, 9.30 where I go to the post office, pick up Starbucks for the student I'm training that day. And we have training from 10 to 5.30 or sometimes 6 p.m. And like after that, I have an hour break where I'm eating and playing with my daughter and then another two hours of packing orders and content creating, editing photos. I do that until 9 p.m. when I get my daughter because me and my husband split shifts. So mm -hmm. we like to split our shifts evenly and that's why I get to do what I do now in a work day because um, we have a pretty set schedule. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's what my average work day looks like. I work from 10 to 9 p.m. with a couple hours break in between. Yeah, it sounds like from your average day that like the best thing for you to do is to like keep to that schedule, like having that actual scheduled out time, you guys scheduling in anything, you know, whether you're a new mom or not scheduling your time and like keeping track of that schedule is huge. Mm -hmm. I'll be it's like a full work day where I know I have to pack orders and train and then um, if I have a client, then I'll squeeze her in between and not pack orders that night. So I need to choose my battles, <laughs> but I want to do yeah. basically. That's my full work day. Are you taking um, just like a couple of your like regular clients or are you kind of, how are you handling taking clients right now? I just moved to LA. So all the clientele that I'm getting is new. And mm -hmm. I think I've only done three. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I've only done mm -hmm. three new clients and. Um, I'm not really promoting my services right now as much mm -hmm. just because I'm still organizing my schedule. I am still communicating with my interior designer and website designer on my work days about how I want my website and how I want my salon. Um, speaking of salon, renovation begins next week. Um, oh, yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> I you know all of us are going to want to see that shit. Yeah, I know. So. I'm going to post something about it tomorrow because uh, I'm going to share the blueprint. Oh, uh -huh. yes. I can't wait to see it's it. It's really cool because then they also did like a 3D uh, design about it. And then they're going to render it Ooh. to make it look more real. Yeah, it's amazing. I'm like oh, surprised. That's so cool. <laughs> like one of those like 3D like tours like on the computer where you like move the mouse and you can like see. Oh, yeah. It's going to be so cool. Yeah, and they still have this to render so it, cool. and they still have to render it and make it look even more real with like the lighting and shadows. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. I'm done. Mm -hmm. Look at fucking technology. Man. I know. Like, how much technology? <laughs> has but to be honest, like I feel like my work days. Um, even though I work that time when I'm with my daughter and she's like sleeping at night, and if I have to catch up on work, I would still be on my phone like right when I'm in bed, like right before I sleep. 
I feel like that's still yeah. part of work, but everyone does that. All um, business owners, like even probably you, check your DMs like at night before bed, and that's what I do too. Yeah, especially when your day is jam packed with a bunch of other stuff, you have to take advantage of the time. Yeah, that you have mm-hmm. for sure, for sure, for sure. Okay, so how about you tell me your favorite part of being a business owner? Well, I feel like this can relate to everyone is when you're your own business owner, you basically control your hours and Mm -hmm. you set your own standards. That's what I like. I think owning a business right now, I love how I get to put in my own personality and my favorite color into the brand. Um, That's my favorite part, being, being on the creative side. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's something that's yours and that no one can take away from you and you don't have bosses breathing down your neck. Like, yes, yes, definitely the freedom. I've worked many jobs and I've had anxiety the first week of work where, you know, I feel like I need to impress my employers. And right here, like being a, your own business owner, you never get really that um, feeling of anxiety because... Yeah, it's very self rewarding. Yeah, too. That's the favorite yeah. part too. There's a lot of things. yes. There's a lot of things. <laughs> yes, there are many, many things that go into that. Okay, so on the flip side, what is your favorite part of being a new mom or being a mom or motherhood in general? I best part of motherhood is knowing that um, I was able to have a healthy baby, even though she had complications in the beginning, like. I love how, like, you know, she's just a normal baby, even after being in the NYCU, NICU, mm-hmm. um, and watching her grow, waking up to her every morning, smiling, and that's just my favorite. That's what I look forward to the most, like, having yeah. my healthy baby <laughs> smile at me when she wakes up from morning time or nap time. So it's my favorite. Yes, and her, if you guys haven't seen, which I'm sure all of you listening are following <laughs> Mish, her baby smile, Lila smiles so cute. <laughs> I can't wait till she starts talking baby talk. Yeah, it's, it's just she's always smiling. Sometimes I'm like, are you okay? Is that the only expression you know? Like, but <laughs> but no, lately she's been a lot more expressive where, you know, if she's hungry, she will let you know she's hungry. She won't cry, but she'll make distinct noises and I'm like okay like you're normal you're normal you just smile a lot more than other babies but you're normal yeah so cute okay so what do you have any of like since you know having Lila and running your business right it's been you said five months in these five months what are some of the things that you have learned help you the most while being a mom and growing your business at the same time Well, being a new mom, I'm sure like a lot of people have that, have this idea that, oh my God, you're never going to have time for anything. Like your kid's going to take up all your time, but it's like, though, that's why your husband is there. (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) like communication is key. And we've discussed this before Lila came like, Hey, you know, I'm owning my own business. I know that this is our kid, but we need to be able to come up with schedules so that I could continue to work on my business and grow my business. Um, You know, your partner is the one that's really going to help you, believe it or not, to 
grow your business and build your business, even if they're not taking part of the actual business, giving you that time to work, like even just a couple hours before dinner time is going to help you because those couple hours can help, you know, give you that time to create more content, to reply to clientele, mm -hmm. to um, talk to your vendors, like they're very valuable time. And so for advice for all mothers, like please, please communicate with your partner and have them understand that this is something that you're invested in and that it's going to help with your family in the future. Because if you're not splitting time evenly or even, you know, 70-30, then it's going to be hard for you to grow your business and build your business because you might be preoccupied with baby all the time. And that's the yeah. best advice. Like communication is key, honestly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, communication. I was just going to add on to that. Yeah, communication is everything, you guys. Having or being sure that you guys are both on the same page is going to play a huge role in understanding like where each of you are within your business and how you can support each other from behind mm -hmm. the scenes. And yeah, so communication is super duper. Key. And not just like in a marriage, but like with everyone, with clientele, with your business partners or any, uh, another lash artist that you're trying to work with. So communication. Yeah. Like we said, communication is everything in every aspect of building your business and in real life. Yeah. Hello, you guys, <laughs> building your business is real life. Like treat it like it's your real life. Like there is more responsibility in running your business, but the same, you know, people skills apply to your business. If not, I yeah, definitely need that intrapersonal so and interpersonal apply. skills. Like it's important. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's super important. Okay. Switching gears a little bit. Tell me your favorite story that you have of Lila so far. Well, my best story of Lila will always be, um, her NICU experience, like having born with your guts, fallopian tube, ovaries, and a bladder out. <laughs> That's the craziest thing. Like, yeah, baby, you know, when you were younger, you were born with all of these things out. And then like two days later, it was showed back into your tummy. And then we had like your skin grow over your hole with, with no stitches. Like, that's the craziest thing. That's my favorite Lila story. When I tell people, like, yeah, she is a normal baby, but her history is what makes her unique. Yeah. I'm fascinated by science. I'm fascinated by um, doctors and just modern medicine. I'm in disbelief, yeah. Wow, right? How how weird and crazy is the human body? Yeah. Like, that blows my mind. Yeah. Blows my mind. When I first found out that she had that gastroschisis, I'm like, very scared but I just stayed optimistic and then when I had her we, she was in the NICU for six weeks and after she came home it felt like the NICU experience was so short even though it was six weeks when she was home I'm like wow that experience will never you can never take that experience away from us because that's yeah. what makes our story unique and that's my favorite story about Lila oh mm -hmm. I love that she's gonna love it too when she's oh yeah there. She's gonna go and tell everybody. That's gonna be the first thing that she remembers about her. Like I do have guts. They were out when I was born. Like, mm -hmm. right? Could you imagine her running around? She's like seven, telling other seven-year-olds this. Story. Like, look at my belly button. That it doesn't look like a belly button because there's no belly button. It's literally just a scar. 
I need to post an update. That's yeah, crazy. I will post an update with her her belly button after this podcast comes, so people can can know. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, we all yeah. see that. Hell yeah, but I love. She that. motivates me. I think she's. That's what gets me going. Anyway. Yeah, your drive and the core of your why. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you guys. And if you don't know, um, what we're referring to as like your why pretty much Mish just like said it your why is what drives you every day mm-hmm. to get up to do what it is that you do and especially when building a business not every day is oh, easy no. it's mm-hmm. not and you need to have a strong core of knowing why you're doing it in the first place that's going to help you get through those what is your times. motivation so, you know exactly 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 Okay, so this is a good one. Tell me about one thing you wish someone would have told you when you first started out in the lash industry. <laughs> I'm thinking <laughs> this is something small, but it's something so big. Like they needed to tell me that I should have lashed in a room that had ventilation or windows open or doors open because my ass was like having runny noses, having headaches, <gasps> having like mother effing um like heavy hardness like that feeling in your chest like oh because, my god from the uh-huh movie. and i'm like oh i don't want my clients to hear my husband's tv like i'm gonna close the window i'm gonna close the door we're just gonna be in this like cozy room together and i just keep having runny noses and i'm like what is this problem am i like what is going on am i sick so that is that is just the thing you know like a freaking simple thing tell me that i needed to work in a ventilated space and get air between clients like that's i wish someone told me that when i first started because glue well glue education was not so free back as it is yes. now isn't it crazy that we could died we could have died yes. Mackenzie. <laughs> yeah dude see and that that just goes to show you in the two years how much it has changed like one i think glue is probably the most evolved Thing since I started yeah. lashing the free education like, out there glue is like the most yes blows my mind right because you're you're those of you listening who are new lash artists are like well duh well we didn't well, know lucky that you it was lucky you like you know entering the industry with so much valuable information like free information by like artists out yes. there um we didn't get that back then people were very like what is it not I don't know. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to use the wrong word. Um, they just didn't feel so open say, like, to share and educate yeah. people. It's. Uh, I want to say the word is online with, or in line with a secretive, but that's not the word I'm really trying to look for. But it was like in the past, you know, if you were trying to look for a fucking wispy map, nobody was mm-hmm. posting that shit. It was like all yourself. You got to figure that shit out on your own. It's not like how it is now. Everyone like posts their map and their curls and what they use. It wasn't like yeah, that. and then I'll, you have to figure but out. But also, like, what motivates own. people to post all that, all those things now, um, is also like the Instagram algorithm that changed. With uh, you want people yeah. to save your post more and to share it, so that you know that's a little motivation <laughs> for people to actually do it. Yeah, yeah, that that does help with yeah. your engagement, you guys. But. It, none of that was available to us. Oh, in the, in there's the a lot of things that you guys know. And also the Instagram algorithm was different uh-huh. in the past too. So it's like, that's also changed. 
as well too. That's a whole tool for us. other topic. Oh my god! Like the algorithm. I remember being in a little pod, like a group pod, where people would would send yes. in their photos and be like, "Oh my god!" Like comment on our photos, like within the first ten minutes. But then now you find out that comments don't even matter in the algorithm. Yeah, they don't even matter. Anyways, so see, we could go on and on for Instagram, man. That's yeah. Like, oh yeah. Speaking oh about god. the whole like um difference between two years and now for lashing and learning how to lash and being in the industry i can't wait because that's our topic for our live and the month yes dude it's gonna be if you didn't know it's on the 23rd the 23rd of this month hold on i'm looking yeah 23rd you guys at 3 p.m oh and we're both in california now so 3 p.m california time pacific standard time pst so get ready for that all right so the next question I have for you is tell me about how you go protecting, oh, like your family time. Well, this kind of poured into one of the answers that we were talking about earlier, but it was like, how do you ensure that you're giving the three of you actual family time? Because I know you said you guys work on splitting you know, the days so that you guys can both do what you need to do throughout the day. How do you go about scheduling in like your actual family time so the three of you can all be together? Um, Henry and I are planners. So if you guys don't know, Henry is my husband. Um, We like to look at our calendar and we discuss, okay, what days are we doing what and what holidays are coming up? What days have to block off? What days does he have to block off? Again, like our communication is really important between us. And that's how I plan my family time. It's with him. You know, I, my work schedule revolves around my family. My family does not revolve around my work schedule. So as long as you put your family as your family as your priority, um, that's how you're going to protect your family time. Because if you neglect your uh, days or hours that you're free for family and you just use it to um, work that is going to harm and uh, take away that time that you could have had yes yes right because what mish is doing in building her lash empire is all for her family so she can have more mm-hmm. freedom to be with her family so yeah you guys priorities that falls into getting yeah. priorities straight yes building your business can take on a huge part of your life and your commitment but you got to remember what you're doing it for you're yeah doing it so you can have more time to spend Again, your, your family is forever life. your business it could be one year two year ten years but it's not it's not a guaranteed mm-hmm. forever compared to your family and yes. the time that you have with like your young ones like especially Lila I can't go back if I miss the important stuff so everything that I do revolves around her and like the important stuff um my husband planned for us and like we've already planned our trip to Hawaii in October so it's like my work schedule revolves around that oh, now fun. so yeah yeah yeah. Oh, that's gonna be fun! Oh, I can't wait to see her in a cute little. Yeah, she'll be a little. She'll be a little over <laughs> so one, cute. and then we're gonna show off her little again, non-existent belly button, but belly button. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait to see the little swims. I'm like picturing it in my mind. Her little skirt and bando. (laughs) Okay, so one of my favorite questions as I was coming up with these questions for Mish is this next one I'm going to read to her or ask her is tell me one thing that you can't wait to tell Lila about when she's older. And this could be like, you know, 
when she is like old enough to like actually understand or if there's something you really want to tell her once she gets to be like a 13 just like what one thing are you like super excited to tell her about I never really thought about this this is a really good question what would I tell my daughter there's so many things growing up as a girl it's just hard I would say something that I wish you know my parents would have told me is that I don't have to go to college to be a successful bitch like who needs college <laughs> but I, I don't regret no, going real, to college but if she decided not to go to college I'm not against it that's what I want to tell her like if if you found passion in something early on you don't have to go to college for it if uh if you don't need to that's what I would want to tell yeah, her like I hey that. I know I we're Asian but I'm not I'm not gonna force you to be a lawyer or a doctor you know like do whatever you want if you love what mommy does if you love beauty like go to esthetician school right after high school so yeah mm-hmm I like that. I like that. Cause we grew up in a generation where you go to high school, you go to college, you graduate, yeah. you get a stable job, nine to five. That's just like, that was like, a generation. Where, you know, we were, and we're not even that old you guys, but that's how it was growing up. It was like that. So I definitely, nah, not everyone can relate because obviously we're all in different generations. Um, like first, second or third generation. But mm-hmm. I know for a lot of first generation people like uh, in this, what, what generation are we? We're, we're millennials. millennials. Yeah, I think I'm the last. I'm the last one. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm just there. I'm just in the millennial yeah. generation. And a lot of us are first generation because our parents came from out of country. And like, that's just the norm for a lot of us because that's what they thought was the American dream. You go to high school, you graduate, go to college, graduate, and then you get a stable job. Nowadays, it's easier to make money, yeah, more money than mm-hmm. compared to going to college and having loans to pay. Okay, tell me about a, a difficult hurdle you have had to overcome while building your oh, brand. Oh, yeah. So um, you guys know my brand. Like, I love the white pink theme. And when I'm, like, looking for things, the most difficult thing is just trying to stay consistent with branding. And sometimes mm-hmm. I have to go back and forth and think about what's this going to do to my brand image, if I want to stick to it or if I want to change it. It's it's really difficult building your brand and trying to uh, almost like fight with yourself, like left and right shoulder. Like, do I want to do this, do this, do this? It's very hard because if you don't have a partner, no one gives you advice. You have to just do everything yourself. And uh, I'm not complaining. I love it. But some days it's just like, oh, my God, I don't want to think for myself right now. I just want someone to tell me what to do. Yes, you guys, it's crazy how when they're when the options for you are literally limitless. How yeah, actually polls are the best. Because yeah. you could just do polls on Instagram and then people will like help you decide. Yes. And that's what I love about love about those like features on the stories. Dude, you guys need to because you're going to come to a time when you're like, I literally cannot decide. I need help. And yeah, give the community what they want. But at the same time, stick to <laughs> your branding, but for. give the community what they would like the, to see the most from you. Yeah. But that was my hurdle, like deciding things yes. for myself and just wishing, you know, I could be a little more uh, decisive. But sometimes it's like, you're so indecisive, Michelle. What are you going to do? Like, you know, do you want this or do you want that? Like, how do you want to set your policies? Because we're so inspired by other people about how they run their brand, how they run their business that we like, okay, I don't know if I want to like do what she did because she looks successful or do what the other girl did because she looks successful too. So 
again like you just have to find your own branding yourself and that's the hardest thing yeah and you guys also let's say you like go down path a and then halfway down path a you like really don't end up liking it no one is going to kill you if you go back to path b instead because i know that's a thing that people reach out to me a lot for is that they're like oh well i already started doing this but i'm like really hating it if you keep trying to go down the path or the colors that you hate oh my god i have a story on that you know what i mean so i i was inspired by other people because they just made it look so beautiful so when i first began i did like um the little collage theme and that's took me so long to edit and then when I did the three posts on my feed I'm like oh my god I hate it but then I was like but I don't want to take it down and post another picture of the same so I literally dragged or dreaded editing these photos editing these collages because it just wasn't me like it wasn't me the color scheme wasn't me and I had to post another six images to finish the grid and I'm like damn that was the worst thing ever like I every single moment <laughs> yeah so you guys it's okay to course correct there's nothing wrong with course correcting like at yeah. all. but i can agree with that story so, so much pressure to too. like people yeah. don't know it yes. but a lot of people are setting standards so high for their pages that i'm just like damn my page be looking a little ugly compared to this person but again it's like again it's your own branding right. if you're not into right. the aesthetic don't force yourself i think that's what i wish i told myself back then like Hey, if this isn't you, don't do it. I know that it's working for her, but it might not work for you. Like I that's something else I wish someone told me when I first started the lash industry too. Cause I, I feel like nowadays a lot of people don't post because they're intimidated. They're worried that their feet is gonna look ugly. And I just I wish that that wasn't the norm. Yes, I agree with that a thousand percent. Because and if you're a person listening who that works for you and you thrive in it, then you thrive in it. But if you're somebody who wants to do it just because you see other people thriving in it. It's not going to work if you're forcing yourself to do it. So, and I totally, that last statement you said, like, it's become like the norm. And for people that are good with it, that's fine. But for people who aren't, it just feels like so much pressure. Mm -hmm. So take that pressure off yeah. yourself, you guys, if you're listening and this is you, because it's your brand. It's however you want to make it. Beginners, if you're just what starting, you all you're worrying there. about is building yeah. a portfolio. Don't worry about starting to build a brand. Like, what are you trying to do? You're trying to be in this industry as a lash yeah. artist, okay? You're not trying to be a whole brand just yet. Um, post your pictures, gain that clientele, and then worry about your brand later. Yes, mm -hmm. that portfolio is the most important thing because you're not going to have pictures for your brand if, yeah. you, if you're not even and taking clients to build if your If you don't post pictures, you don't get clients. You don't get clients. You don't get pictures. You don't get branding pictures. Like It's a whole domino. Take no inspiration, pressure. but don't compare no yourself. All. all right. So this next one I have for you, I really like too, is tell me about a time when you used like a best business practice but you carried it into motherhood. Like you did, there's nothing in your business that you do. And then when you're doing some with Lila, you're like, oh my God, I do this type of system of process when I do my mm. business. And look, it works when I'm being a mom too. Not type Girl, of I don't even know. Like so hard to like pinpoint what business um, practice I've done. A lot of the things that I do for my business, like, cause my business is my baby, you know? And Lila is my baby. So I like to take care of it. <laughs> it's my business. Like I need to be organized. <laughs> And what I do consistently as a routine for my business, I need to do a routine with Lila. So like yeah, having a routine, example. you know, like that's obviously the routine example. that we do to prep for our clients to clean up and to book them, rebook them. When you're able to get a routine down, like what you do for your business, it's easier for you to set a routine for your baby. Like, because you know you could do it. You know that you could be a routined person. And yeah, 
And that's what I carried on. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's a really good example. You'd be surprised how many people you'll meet, you guys, who just aren't in that, have never adopted a routine into their lifestyle and how much a routine actually... Organization, you know? I'm not an organized person when it comes to, like, doing (laughs) um, inventory or doing, like, (laughs) uh, like... I like clutter. I know where my stuff is when it's yeah. in a clutter I go back to it and I was like oh that's <laughs> I where I left the you. thing and then later when my husband cleans I was like oh my god where did you put it like I left it here for a reason why did you why did you move it <laughs> so I I'm a clutter person but I'm not like an organized in the mind like in the mind I feel like I'm more organized than physically that's so funny well being yeah. more organized in the mind is better anyways so that's totally fine and I know what you mean like I like when I'm in my office and if it's cluttered, I have to clean it for like my, my mental state. Like if my office is decluttered, then my mind is decluttered. But then the moment I try to go look for something after I cleaned, I'm like, it was literally sitting there for the past two weeks. And the one day I clean it, yeah. one day I need to look for it. Yeah, I don't know why our mind it's like, works us like <laughs> that. But I'm like, clean, right? clean in the mind, so but messy funny? in my Oh my God. Home. Yes. Yes. So funny. So interesting. Also, when you're a business owner, there's also a million things happening at the same time. So, you know, clutter is like natural, but yeah. in your mind, you have to, you have to be like on top of your shit, even if the outside is, you know, especially like when you were moving and you were organizing your shipments and stuff in your mind, you know what you need and what supplies. But when you look at everything, like when you're moving into your area, remember on your story, everything is just everywhere, but you know, I knew, I knew where everything you know what is. And yeah. I guess yes. it's crazy to me. Like we have, we recognize, we remember where everything is. So I can never have someone clean up for me. Yeah. 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 Otherwise I'll be like, like completely lost almost like, <laughs> um, can you help me grab this? Because I don't know where it is. As long yeah. as the inventory count. Even though sometimes website, I mess up. I'm so, I'm so bad at it because like sometimes people would order something. And I'm like, I have to message, message them and be like, um, I ran out. So a few times I'm so embarrassed it happens I'm not perfect that's what I'm like yeah it's a thing you guys we don't have it we are people too Mm -hmm. damn (laughs) we are people too the last part of this interview I wanted to see if you can give your top tips to either new artists or new moms or you know both that are new artists and new moms um just your your top tips for them and then if you have any types of specific time-saving apps or systems that you started to use that have really helped you keep track and you know with your work-life mm. balance that type of thing like i, I use, use google calendar i use iphone calendar and google calendar too oh so, yeah that's another tip like utilize the google calendar utilize your iphone the calendar in your iphone funny about that is me and henry share a calendar so if I have something that he needs to know, I'll put it in the green. And then when he looks at his calendar, he'll see what I'm doing. Yes. Yeah. I love that. So you guys are all on the same page together. And like, if you have something that updates on your calendar, on your exactly. side, in real time, it'll update it on his side. It was the one that reminded me about like, this podcast. He's like, so don't nice. you have a podcast so nice. today? And I was like, ah, I do. I'm like, you're nosy. Yes. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, you know, because of the calendar, I guess. LOLC. But I need Henry because he's the the one that keeps me organized. He's the one that forced me to do like Google Docs, help me, (laughs) forced me to do Google Calendar and everything. He's on top of that. But anyway, moving on to the top tips that I have for um, 
moms, if even if you're not in the lash industry or beauty industry for moms, I would like to say, do your best. I feel like you guys hear that all the time, you know, don't listen to other people's unsolicited advice. Um, I try to be more mindful when I am with my best friend who is also a mom. I try not to give her unsolicited advice because I just know that if I was in her shoes, I may not like it, even though some people like it, some people do not like it. So um, do your best and try to make the best out of like your children's time because time flies by so fast. And for my lash artists who are also moms, you guys are um, multitasking, being a mom and owning your own business at the same time. Communication is key. Communicate with your partner what you need to do. Demand that time that you need for your business. Any, just really any general advice that you would give to new moms and new artists yeah. in this industry. Uh, who are who look up to you and aspire to be like reach you. out to it's other moms and ask the them how they're doing you know get their opinion on stuff and how they multitask if you're lacking multitasking or lacking some time management um skills so reach out ask people how they do it and then get inspiration from them take their advice if you want to uh ask for help too i think everyone relates to everyone ask for help if you need help be don't be so prideful Yes, I was just gonna say that. Don't be too proud, you guys. Like in the beginning, I was DMing everybody. Hey, I love your work. I was wondering if I could ask you a question. Like literally, you guys, we don't bite. You will sadly get mm -hmm. some people that just won't reply to you. But more often than not, like, like we said, like even how me and yeah. Michigan, like, this community is very fucking open. Like, wow. Yeah, we literally met on social media, you guys. Like, like, I talk to my crazy. social media friends more crazy. than I talk to with yeah. my real life friends. Right. Yeah. Right, you guys. That's how strong our community I is too. I love. I just love it so much. I. I just. Ugh. I. Yeah. Or funny artists. Yeah. There's a. There's a lot of them too, and I can't wait to meet them. Yeah. As well. Yes, I'm excited too. And oh my god, we were gonna even have like a lady uh -huh. boss summit down there, but yeah. the way that things are like not even open, like I don't even know. Man. Anything is possible. Once I have we, the we salon, shall. Once, <laughs> yeah. Once I have the salon, like I would love to host yeah. artists there. Like that, that's a little thing that I want to do. Like host a small group training yes. for, with any artists that are interested, and in. um, just bring more more to SoCal. Bring more to SoCal. All right. So before we close out on this awesome session, you guys, I'm gonna open up the floor to Mish if she has any announcements. Or exciting things happening with her brand that she wants to share with you guys or any newness or restocks or legitimately anything i'm gonna give her the floor so she can talk to you guys about her business really quick before we sign out okay you guys hey so we're gonna go live 3 p.m february 23rd and i'm gonna be posting yeah 3 p.m and we're gonna be posting a bunch of picture marketing stuff as well within the next like week or so so on the 23rd at 3 p.m cali time pst we are going to be live, so yeah, you guys better join us on there as yeah, well. Because I know you guys have a lot of yeah. questions. <laughs> oh, yeah. So if you have questions yeah, from let's this, talk about it. Let's continue our conversation. Okay. Yes, so with um, Misha Aesthetics, exactly, I am exactly. still working on the website. I hope to have it out probably by the time the live comes out um, or the live begins. I've just decided to outsource a lot of um, the work that I was doing the first year because I just don't have time anymore to do everything myself. So I'm really, I'm really happy that, you know, I, I paid a little more, invested a yeah, little bit more to I help someone, um, to have someone help me with this. And the Mission Aesthetics website is going to come out end of this month. And um, meanwhile, 
that is in the works. I am taking direct message orders on the other Instagram page at shop.mishesthetics. So that is where I'm taking all my orders um, from you guys. For the promotion, if you guys just mention this podcast and use Mish X McDuty, I will give you guys your 15% off discount. And um, a little thing, please don't forget to subscribe to Mackenzie's YouTube channel and follow her podcast because your podcast is going to be on Apple and Spotify, right? Yeah, it's going to get automatically oh my god that's because of anchor where podcasts go which is fucking awesome so that's amazing my yes god. they do it automatically i was like what oh my right? god i was, I was like, curious that that's amazing they do it for <laughs> yeah so but nice. yeah again mish X dude yeah yeah mcbeauty that's your 15 percent off discount if you guys message me it um lastly i just want to thank Mackenzie for having me on this podcast i know that like she makes a wonderful host for a podcast and having her own platform and featuring artists is like what the community needs more of um she brings out a lot of small artists to the platform and i love meeting new people through her even if she's just featuring anything so yeah thank you for having me this is um, it just felt like talking to a friend and then our voices are recorded. Yes, like, I know. Yeah, we're literally, you guys, we're FaceTiming yeah. as we're as we're recording this because we realize we can't see yeah. as we're recording the podcast. This is like so a free game for us. our so Instagram live. Weird. <laughs> yeah, literally this was the warm-up. So you guys better be sure to join us on the 23rd at 3 p.m. And yes, thank you, Mish. I love it. I feel so honored. I literally yes, feel so honored when you asked me. I'm like awesome. really happy to have supported you with this. Yes. And um, if you guys listen to this podcast and you guys have any yes. feedback for, yes. you know, me or her, or you just want to talk about something with me, please message us. Um, I'm open. Yeah, I may not please. get back to you right away, but I will. I, I usually get back to all my DMs. So yeah, I would love to hear what you guys thought about this podcast with me and Kenzie. Because I love it. I have- yeah. And I think you guys can yeah, actually guys leave should. reviews on podcasts too. So I would love if you guys can like drop us, drop us some comments. I'm like still trying to learn the podcast. Oh, yeah. Drop leave us comments below. That's like a thing. Drop a review below. <laughs> if you want to see more um, of Mackenzie featuring other artists. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, there we go. Hey, here we go. I'm going to get to recording. Hi, guys. We're going to talk about how sexy Mackenzie is. <laughs> If I had a podcast, I would sound so annoying because I, I would just keep talking and talking. So I'm glad to be Dude, listening to my <laughs> own voice as I record my podcast, I'm like, yeah, that's this what is I so sound fun. like. <laughs> LOL. But yes, thank you again for oh coming. God, yeah. And we we'll have to do a part two at some okay, point. Until for sure. Next year. Yes, yes, for sure. For sure. <laughs> But yes, no, we'll do one. We'll I definitely mean, do one before then because we're going to if, people, if that's what people want. But then. <laughs> but that's, that's what the people want. I'm telling you, that's, that's what, what people want. want. That's what they're going to say. Get, they're gonna say okay. I'm mission Ken's. That's okay. what they're going to say. Well, love you, Mackenzie. Keep that. doing your thing. <laughs> yes, love you, girl. Thank you guys for tuning Bye. in. And I will. Oops, not really sure why it cut off at the right at the end there, you guys. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope you guys learned so much from this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast as well as follow both Mish and I on Instagram. And please give us a review at the bottom of this podcast or however 
one leaves reviews on podcasts. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.